Welcome into the Locked on Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenan Nash, joining you here on this Thursday to preview a little Dallas Stars, Detroit Red Wings, get you up to date on the latest with the Dallas Stars as they square off against Detroit for the third time this week, three or four times these teams are going to meet this week. We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Tyler Sagan's potential return, talk a little bit of a uh, uh, we got into a little bit of a uh, tussle online with uh, Locked On Wild, Locked On Minnesota Wild, a little bit of their fans. I made a little comment that, hey, Jason Roberts and, you know, Kirill Kaprizov, great, great player. Going to look great as the number two in the Calder Trophy race. Uh, got, got a little bit of uh, feedback. We're going to talk a little bit about the Calder Trophy race, what we need to see from Jason Roberts and how he can uh, continue to make his case over the coming days. Talk about all that on today's show. Today's show brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them that Locked On sent you. Uh, let's go ahead and dive in kind of where the stars are at as we stand right now. Uh, after last night's game, the stars continue to sit uh, just a game out of the playoff spots. Uh, the stars are now two points out of the uh, playoff spot in the Central Division. Last night, the, uh, the the Chicago Blackhawks beat the uh, Nashville Predators in OT. So uh, a decent result for Dallas. Not the best result, but a decent result. You'd like for the, the Blackhawks to win regulation. But at the very least, at least the uh, the Predators did not receive uh, two points, did not pick up two points in this one. And it was a come-from-behind win for, uh, for, Sh- for Chicago as well. Chicago, if I remember correctly, was down 4-1 at one point um, before coming roaring back. Yeah, Chicago was down 4-1 uh, with uh, about a minute into the third period. And uh, actually, with about they were down 4-1 with about 10 minutes to go and scored three goals in the span of less than three minutes, 10-04 to 12-55 to tie it up and then got the winner in OT. Uh, with the win, it pulls the Stars, obviously. It pulls Nashville a point further ahead of Dallas. They get the, they get the one point, but... What it does do is it opens the door for the Dallas Stars to be even on points with the Nashville Predators by the end of the night, um, and they would uh, they would be in a playoff spot. Technically, they would be in a playoff spot. They would jump Nashville on points percentage if the Stars beat the Detroit Red Wings tonight. Tonight, uh, Dallas on 50 points through 45 games, Nashville on 52 through 48, and then Chicago in sixth behind Dallas on 49 through 47. So the Stars can be on 52 points through 46 games, be even with Nashville with two games in hand. What a turn of events that would be for the Stars team, who obviously uh, was was down and out to, to an extent. Uh, I, I know that I was kind of looking at them, counting them out. And the stars were more or less out of a playoff spot, and 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 looked like they weren't had really no shot of getting back into one. Uh, if you just go back, really to like to the beginning of March, really you know a little over a month ago, uh, here the stars are. They've 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 closed the gap considerably. They sit in a spot where they could be in a playoff spot by the end of today. Uh, you're listening to this on on Wednesday or Thursday, pardon me, probably Thursday afternoon. Um, so you know by the time you hear this, if you if you hear this a little bit later, they may be in a playoff spot. But Dallas is obviously changed the course of their season dramatically uh they've won four in a row now they're six two and two in their last ten uh they're running a nine game point streak the team is really just they found a groove and they've drastically drastically uh changed the the direction of their season they now have the fourth best points percentage in the in the division um it's a big big turnaround for this dallas stars team uh now they go on a little bit of a different test obviously they, they take on detroit later tonight detroit now up to seventh in the division they've passed columbus um columbus is an eighth both teams on 39 points through 48 games um both teams with negative 46 uh, goal differentials um but they have passed columbus 
uh, I think by way of the fact that they've won, I think they've won more game, one more game than Columbus. But anyways, Detroit, 39 points to 48 games at the bottom of the division. But now the Stars head on the road and see if they can continue this momentum that they've built on the road. Obviously, they've won four in a row, but all four games against Columbus and Detroit at home. Now they head out on the road where the Stars this season are 7, 8, and 4. Not quite the 12, 6, and 8 record that they have in the friendly confines of the American Airlines Center. Um, you know, so it's a different test, right? It's not, you know, dramatically different. And this is a good way to kind of, you know, measure yourself, I think, a little bit more. Uh, obviously, you, you've turned it around, but but now this it gradually has gotten a little bit more difficult here. You know, Detroit um, obviously is a very beatable team. The Stars have beaten them uh, two, two times in a row here this week. But going to Detroit is a little bit different game. It's, it, it's just it's a different kind of situation, and the Stars can kind of test themselves again. You know, the month of April has been very, very good to the Stars. Uh, to this point in April, they've lost uh, two games in regulation. One to uh, one to Carolina Sunday, April fourth, one nothing, and then one to Chicago, Chicago four uh, two in Chicago. Both those games were on the road. This month, the Stars have beaten the Predators, they've beaten the Hurricanes, they've beaten the Blackhawks, they've beaten the Panthers, they've beaten Columbus twice, and they've beaten Detroit twice. They've also lost twice past regulation. That's a really, really good month for the Stars. Um, you know, we're talking about their, their seven um, so far this month. They're, they're seven, sorry, eight, two, and two this month, eight, two, and two this month. Um, you know, that's just, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal stretch for the Styles team. They have a chance to keep it going. A little bit of a different test, though, so we'll kind of get to evaluate them differently. You know, it's not just worst team in the division at home. Now it's worst team, in the, one of the worst teams in the division on the road, and then they, then they start to, to, to enter that brutal stretch of the schedule. But, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll have so we'll, we'll go through kind of some of the updates, who's going to be available, who's in net in just a second. But I think there is something to be said for the fact that the Stars are even in this position uh, as it stands right now. I think that's really pretty impressive. And uh, I think it shows that they're still, you know, and I'm guilty of it to an extent too. I think we some of us wrote some of these guys off and, and, and I was, you know, I wrote some of these players off and was like, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, start looking at a rebuild. I think there's plenty of talent on this team still. And I think we've seen that some of the, a lot of this talent has kind of been rejuvenated. Jamie Benn looks like a brand new player. We talked about that on yesterday's episode. Uh, you know, Dennis Guriano starting to find his stride a little bit more. John Klingberg, obviously he's had a good year, but he's starting to find a little bit more consistency. Of course, we know the top three and, and hence, uh, hence Robertson and Pavelski have been very, very good. But there's talent on this team. There's talent that's still not even in the lineup right now. And Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov, Ben Bishop, Yoel Kiviranta. There's talent for this organization. And, and uh, they're starting to head in the right direction. They just got to continue to build. And they got to get into the playoffs, I think, to kind of cement that, hey, this is still worth uh, worth keeping together and still worth kind of fighting for uh, going into next season. So uh, let's step aside real quick. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about tonight's game and, and who's going to be available for Dallas, who's unavailable for Dallas, who's available for Detroit, who's unavailable for Detroit. A couple big names out for the Red Wings. We'll talk about that before we do. Today's episode brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of their most distinctive designers working today rings that are sure to bring joy into her life they use only diamonds responsibly sourced from botswana 10 female designer masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement mother's day or simply a beautiful conversation piece they're the perfect way to bring light into her life available now through mother's day only at bluenile.com just search the word 10 by 10 you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring that she'll treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out they won't be around for long find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 at Blue Nile. Dot com. Back here at the Lockdown Stars podcast this year. 
The Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 9th, April 29th through May 1st. Uh, let's talk through some of the news. Who's going to be available for the Dallas Stars tonight? Who's unavailable for the Stars? We'll start with them, and we'll talk a little bit about Detroit as well. Um, Anton Udobin is going to get the start tonight. Uh, that news came out earlier today. Anton Udobin will be in net for the Dallas Stars. Uh, the other the other big names updates, obviously Tyler Sagan traveled with the team. We got some video today of him skating with the team. He's not available for tonight, uh, not an option for tonight, but he was skating um, and, and getting some work, and that is very, very good to see. You know, the, the the dynamic this team has, if you add Tyler Sagan back into it, I think that really makes him a threat here in the last couple of weeks, and, and, and they may become a tough play to play in the playoffs. And I saw, I saw this is separate, maybe we talk about this another time, but I saw an article, and I can't remember who it's from, so I'll have to track it down and talk about it, but essentially said, like, hey, of the teams to play in the first round, uh, the Stars are not the team you want to play because they've got the experience, they've been there, and they've largely underperformed this year, and they've dealt, they've already dealt with an unbelievable amount of just adversity and problems they have to overcome this season. They're a weathered team. Uh, they're not a team I think that, that you want to face, and that, that was what the article sentiment was. But all that aside... Um, uh, Anton Udobin is going to be a net, and then Miro Haskinen and Rope Hands both game time decisions. They didn't play Tuesday against Detroit in the 5 2 Dallas Stars win. Game time decisions that's coming from Matthew DeFranks of the Dallas Morning News. So we'll have to see if they're available. Those would obviously be basic, uh, those, those would be basically massive upgrades for Dallas, obviously, um, to take on this Detroit team and, and get those guys back is huge. We know the impact both those players have. For the Dallas Stars, when they are healthy, uh, looking at uh, looking at some some injury news for uh, the Detroit Red Wings later on today. Biggest news coming down is that uh, is that Dylan Larkin is going to be unavailable for the Detroit Red Wings today. Um, he suffered an injury late in Tuesday's contest. And uh, he's not going to be available for tonight. Uh, this is I'm reading this from uh, Helene St. James. Hope I pronounced Helene right. Um, of uh, it covers the Detroit Red Wings. Um, looks like for the Free Press. Um, so uh, no no Dylan Larkin out tonight. And and she rep- she's reporting that Dylan Larkin potentially out for the rest of the year. Robbie Fabry is out tonight as well. Um, so a couple of notable players out for Detroit. Uh, Dylan Larkin, of course, the uh, the Red Wings captain. So that's a big deal. Um, and that uh, Franz Nielsen, Tyler Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi have been ruled out for the rest of the season. Um, you know, Detroit's in that kind of that phase where if you have an important player go down with a, with an an injury that's you know really anywhere. Uh, close to significant that, that maybe you shut him down and, and you just, you know, you, you, you get him healthy and ready to go last next year. we kind of seen the Stars do that a little bit with Alexander Radjoff and Bishop. Obviously, a little bit different circumstance, but, you know, there's, 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 for Detroit especially, it's, it's about what can we do to get ready for next year. And if that's, if that's get guys healthy, you know, even if they're important players, if that's get guys healthy, then, then that's what they're going to do. And, and it looks like that's what's going to be kind of their go-to uh, with regards to uh, to Dylan Larkin, at least for, for, for tonight. He's not going to be available for, available for tonight. It's a big loss for Detroit. Um, obviously, uh, Larkin is, is one of their biggest impactors, and, and we've, we've, we saw the impact that he, he can have. We saw it against Dallas on, on Tuesday. Uh, he's one of their biggest impact players, obviously, their their captain. So uh, not having him is a big loss, and, and it can swing the tide back. You know, Not swing the tide back, so I think the tide in, in momentum is, is with the Stars, but it can. Uh, I think it can, can push 
the uh, make sure the momentum stays with the stars are going into tonight. Um, if if you know that sort of thing is you know Larkin's not available, some of these other guys aren't available, and the stars maybe get back there, guys. I think that could maybe help the stars even more. Um, kind of get a a grip on these uh, uh, a grip on this these last two games of this series. So. Uh, as it stands right now, I haven't seen any word on who's going to be in goal for Detroit. Obviously, the Stars saw Jonathan Bernier on uh, on Tuesday and, and Chase Bernier uh, early in the second period. Would, would he come back uh, directly back into the starting lineup? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I would anticipate Thomas Grice personally. Um, just because I think after Bernier's showing and, and they've had a day off, so Grice should be ready to go. That just that makes sense to me. But um, you know we'll have to see. No no word that I've been able to find uh, on who the Detroit netminder is going to be tonight. Obviously Grice has been the the better of the two goalies. Well I say that they really have not. He's got a better goals allowed average. I think he's been better against the Stars this season. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see who they decide to slot in um, against Dallas tonight. I would imagine you see both goalies. You see one tonight and, and one Saturday. Um, and I think the Stars may do something similar, obviously. Anton Udoba has been a lot better recently. He'll be at the start. And, and uh, you're much more confident with him in net than you were maybe a, a few weeks ago because he's looked so much better uh, for the Stars of late. Let's step aside one more time. We come back. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the stuff we saw on Twitter. Uh, uh, I made a tweet that uh, kind of angered, I think legitimately angered a couple of Minnesota Wild fans. I think partially, like it was like a little dig, you know, a little banter online. We'll talk about that. Uh, Calder Trophy Race right around the corner here on the Locked on Stars podcast where we do rockauto.com. There's never increasing number of vehicle makes and models out there. There's so many parts that all these vehicles have to have, and they, you know, these storefronts, these these chain stores, they carry one specific part for one specific model because there's so much variation that that's all they can carry. And so you're stuck paying whatever price point they have on that product because it's the only part they carry that you need, right? Don't go through that. Go to RockAuto.com. They have tons of variety. Their 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 catalog is is unique. They've got tons of different stuff, tons of brands, price points, specs that you get to choose from. Their prices are always reliably low. They're the same whether you're a pro for do it or a do-it-yourselfer. Uh, they've got anything from uh, engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, tail, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck while you're there. Right locked on. And how did you hear about us, Boxer? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com also want to talk to you about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing. Even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up. Receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKEDON. Promo code LOCKEDON gets you a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, the Ultimate Doc Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey's your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. 
All right, let's wrap up today's show. Uh, talk a little bit more about the uh, the the Calder Trophy race. It's going to be a theme that I think we're going to cover a lot here uh, over the coming weeks because the race has really gotten tight. And uh, unless you're a Minnesota Wild fan, and then you live in the uh, uh, there's a lot of the Minnesota Wild fans that I think live in the still live in the world where uh, Kaprizov, Kirill Kaprizov is uh, was the hands down favorite, and he is the hands down favorite, and nothing's going to change that. But I think there's a I think there's a legitimate com- competition going on here. Uh, Kaprizov had another goal last night. He's up to 38 points. In 45 games for the Minnesota Wild. He's now three points ahead of Jason Robertson. Uh, Robertson is 35 points in 40 games. Uh, they both are, I mean, there's no question I think these two star, these two guys are, are, are the favorites to win um, to, to win the, the Calder Trophy this year. Uh, there's been some other really good performers um, this season. Ottawa's got a couple in, in Tim Stutzel and uh, Josh Norris. Uh, there have been some goaltenders that have been very, very good this season. Um, but in the end, I, I, I feel like I feel like it's got to be between these two guys. They've been, I think, the most impactful rookies this season. Uh, um, you know, just talking about the, just the numbers they're able to put up on a regular basis, and you know, the, the, both these guys have been nearly point per game guys this season. Um, it's it's really uh, it really is pretty impressive stuff. And if you if you haven't seen the goal that uh, Kirill Kaprizov scored for Minnesota last night, it really really is pretty impressive. It was a great shift. He had a shot go off the post, went back into you know tracked all the way back, won the puck back, and then and then basically had a, a breakaway where he just kind of carved through uh, the the defense and, and opened up a shot and, and got the goaltender. I think it was Darcy Kemper uh, out of out of this crease. I mean, it was a really really pretty goal. But anyways, uh, the Lockdown NHL page tweeted it out, and I responded and said something to the effect of, "He's he's going to look great. Uh, he's a very worthy candidate to be the runner-up in the Calder Trophy race, to which uh, uh, I got some some very, very uh, fun replies and some very, very not-so-fun replies. But uh, I think this race is going to be really, really interesting going the rest of the way. And there's a good piece out today um, from The Athletic. If you haven't gone and checked it out, it's Saad Youssef, uh, who obviously covers the stars for The Athletic. And then uh, I believe it's Michael Russo, who I think, I think he does uh, The Wild. Um, they kind of did like a joint publication talking about um, the, the Calder Trophy race between Kaprizov and Ray Robertson. I think it's a two-horse race. I, I think it is. I've, I've seen some guys throw out some other players. Um, you know, uh, those Ottawa guys have obviously been very impressive. There's been some impressive uh, rookie goaltenders and, and, and stuff like that. But I think uh, I think that uh, I, I think it's a two-horse race between these two guys. And so, you know, you start to dive into the stats of it all and, and, and what do you value more? Uh, you know, I said that if, if this does become a, a rookie Art Ross award, then yeah, it's going to go to Kaprizov as it stands right now. He's got three more points than Robertson, but you go into some metrics, and there's a legitimate reason for for why you would why why Robertson. You could argue that Robertson's been better. He's got a, obviously a much better plus minus. He's he's got a better points per game average, um, more even strength points, the same amount of even strength goals. He's playing less time on ice per night. Um, you know, he, he's really in, in a lot of other areas has been very, very impressive. Um, you know, in addition to that, he's, he's made, um, you know, he's made his teammates better. Good players have, have been better playing alongside him. So there's a lot of interesting things to dive into. If you go check out that article, they dive into a lot of that as well. But uh, it's going to be an interesting race. And I think it's a fun part of this because I think the stars coming into the season, I don't think we really were, con- you know, considering that we would we would be following a storyline with a, a Calder Trophy, right? Even though with Jake Ottinger um, taking on a bigger role and Ty Delandry starting the season with the team, still didn't f- we didn't think that either of those guys were going to be really in the mix. And uh, so I think to see Robertson kind of you know legitimately make a case and and a, and a, a pretty compelling one for for 
for that award. I think he's going to be fun to watch and uh, to be something to follow, I think, the rest of the year. I think Robertson, if he continues, I'll say this. I think if Robertson continues on the production track that he's on, I think it is a very, very close finish, I think, because I think if he's on the production track he's on right now, he's going to finish the season with more points than uh, Kaprizov. He's going to finish the season with more uh, even strength points than with Kaprizov. His plus minus should be well above what Kaprizov's is. And uh, and so, you know, there's I think there's a very, very compelling case. The question's going to be, you know, and I said this, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or earlier this week, but you know, it's hard to unseat a guy who came in with the hype and the expectations and was the favorite for the award and has more or less lived up to those expectations, if not exceeded his expectations. Kaprizov came in as the heavy favorite and has exceeded the expectations um, that were put before him. And so it's hard to unseat that even when you have arguably exceeded, you know, exceeded expectations even to a further degree um, just because he didn't also come in with the hype. I mean, up until, you know, go back to uh, there was a there was an NHL.com publication where they did like a, a voting for, uh, for for the Calder Trophy. They did voting uh, like mock voting. And Jason Robertson got one vote. He was like, I think he was like the 10th rookie uh, in their voting. And that was like middle of March, right? You know, so, you know, Robertson's a little late to the scene and he's been so good over the past two months that he's he's catapulted himself into the conversation. But Kaprizov's had a little bit more consistency the whole year. And so maybe that's the question that people want to answer. But it's going to be a tight race. It's going to be a fun race. It's not nearly over. Uh, don't let Seth uh, Seth from Minnesota uh, locked on wild tell you otherwise. He's going to tell you otherwise. Don't let him tell you otherwise. It's not at all over uh, that Dallas Stars uh, are, are still going to have to make their case alongside Jason Robertson. So that's going to do all for this episode. Thank you for jumping in. We'll be back tomorrow to recap tonight's game. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Follow my personal account as well at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. And make sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcast so we show up in your feed every single day. But until next time, thank you for tuning in and have a good one.